I cannot believe this. What? But you just got me into in there. Huh? You said you were going to make things better for me. I did. How? How? Just to save you two months of beating. Oh, great. I can't wait. Now, now I really have something to look forward to. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one unbelievable minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us again from Escape from New York Minute and Flash Gordon Minute is Eric. Welcome back. Thank you. Great to be back. Glad to have you. Did you make it on time? Is it open season on you right now? No, I'm right on time. I'm right on time. Okay. Uh (laughs) I'm going to push Matt behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I was the one who was coming for you originally. Wait, wait. Uh, this is minute 53 of the Karate Kid. I'm going to just start reading my notes in hopes that nobody's going to beat me up. Uh, it, it begins with uh, a cautious exit and ends with a cryptic foretelling. Uh, so now that Kreese has made his final warning, he removes his finger from Miyagi's face and just crosses his arms. And I love it. He just kind of stands there waiting for them to leave. <laughs> and it's such like a, it's such like a funny shot you know well first we have miyagi kind of keeping that eye contact and he lets off just the slightest bow of his head which crease kind of returns the little bow mm-hmm. uh, and, and i was like oh that's courteous of crease <laughs> yeah I would, I, I would just imagine he just sit there and stare at him stone-faced but no he gives him a little bow like, hmm, okay i don't know maybe it was like a sarcastic one yeah probably <laughs> a mocking I- bow See, and I, I wondered whether or not Kreese nodding back meant he had just a tiny amount of actual respect for Miyagi. That he respects that he had the guts to come in here into his dojo, surrounded by these people, make these challenges, make these demands, and he's walking out, you know, with his head still on his shoulders. You know, you might be right, because I'm thinking, like, I mean, what's John Kreese's life? It's just teaching kids every day. It might be boring, you know? <laughs> He spices it up by turning them against each other and bullying them, you know, mm-hmm. but man, like an actual Japanese man with his student came in and dropped the challenge and he got to kind of play a little chess with him. And now they've got this deal and he just, I don't know. Now he's got something to work toward in the next two months. He's going to really lay into Johnny. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, Oh, life's actually turned up a little bit. <laughs> um, so, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he is like, it was a kind of a courteous thing. Like, thank you, actually. <laughs> that, that, this was, this was nice. This was nice. I'll talk to you in December. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Do you think, uh, I mean, Miyagi uh, is doing this whole like pushing Daniel behind him and backing out. Um, is, do you think he is actually intimidated by Crease? He looks almost think- disappointed. <laughs> <He> really? <laughs> He's like, uh, so I guess it's come to this. And then he gives the <laughs> nod. That's that's yeah. the expression on his face. He's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I, 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 was, I think I was talking about this shot when I was saying I like this shot, but the, the shot of like the final one, just Kreese just standing there with his arms crossed, studying him. And then just the rest of Cobra Kai all standing in those perfectly still lines behind him. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it, it's just like, I don't know, like the, just this quiet, awkward shot, like, uh, okay, you can leave. <laughs> you can leave. Chris has a, has a like, um, unique to him 
uh, way of crossing his arms too. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember how it, like, I can't really describe it right now, but you know, when you see it, you, it only he crosses his arms like that. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it in the video here. Um, and for all of you following along at home, um, we're talking about men at 53. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Uh, I don't know if he actually does it in this minute, but I'm just talking about anytime he crosses his arms, he usually does it that way. Okay. Well, yeah, he's okay. So he's got it. He doesn't kind of have his arms like shoved up above his chest. It's kind of, he's got one arm laying in front of his stomach and then the other one over his arm. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of like a low holding your arms crossing. Yeah. He like, he kind of hugs his own arms, doesn't he? Instead yeah. of like, instead of tucking his hands into the crooks of his el elbows or whatever. At minute 53, uh, 13, about 13 seconds, it does. You can't even see the other arm. He's got he's got his cobra arm holding his other arm. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a cross. That is not that, that is yeah, arms folded, maybe not crossed, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks like he's hugging himself usually. <laughs> And if people are uh, uh, looking at uh, the movie at that time, you might see some cracking up in the back uh, if you look for it. Uh, Bobby is smirking. Um, and there, in the very far back left, there's this name. I don't know which student this is. It's not one of our named characters. But he is chuckling. And in front of him, like poor, poor Jerry, who was like abused <laughs> like a few minutes ago, He's just having the hardest time trying to hold back the laughter. I don't like, <laughs> I'm not sure if one of them farted or something, you know, <laughs> but Jerry is just shifting his eyes back and forth. And he's not looking at is he's looking at the film crew behind us, behind the camera. He's looking back and forth. Um, and I'm not sure if he's like, again, like, you know, something to let off a little gas or if there's something funny going on behind the camera that somebody's chuckling at. I don't know. Or this is like their 23rd take and, you know, they're tired or whatever. But mm. it's funny. Um, I also noticed that on the uh, – we as, as we go out the door and we see the actual other side of the uh, hallway. That I mean, we saw Daniel come in and we saw Kreese's stuff and his trophies. And we see more trophies. Um, but I noticed Kreese has got a fruit juice machine there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you gotta have your. I mean, he can't have his students drinking soda, filling up with you know calories <laughs> and sugar and stuff. You know, he's got to keep them healthy. I guess I don't, I don't know. Is fruit juice any better? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Basically, uh, if you're if you're not uh, eating fruit whole, then you're just getting a bunch of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat it whole, then you you sp at least spend some. Uh, some effort chewing it and digesting it. It doesn't just go into you as straight sugar. Oh, okay. So your jaws are getting a little exercise. Well, uh, but also your body has to work to break it down because it's solid and not just liquid sugar. Mm. So it's a little bit better for you. <laughs> uh, anything else for inside the dojo before we move out? We're, we're following. Uh... Uh, not inside. No, okay. I like, I like that his, Backing out really reminds me of the Homer backing into a hedge. <laughs> Someone needs to Photoshop that, please. <laughs> uh, okay, so we now shift outside 
outside of Cobra Kai. Um, and Miyagi and Daniel step out. So I, I have all sorts of things I, 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 I want to tell you guys, but I mean, Eric, I'm not sure if you did any research or, or I don't want to cut anybody off. <laughs> um, I didn't do any research, but I, my just, my only comment was like this building facade, yeah, with the Cobra and the strike like a Cobra and the fists. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. And it just screams and over an over aggressive jerk runs this organization. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, that's a real big sign. Is he compensating <laughs> for something? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, for the sign, I felt like um, this must have been like a huge production putting this sign up, uh, you know, because it's obviously not a real real sign, but this is a real building. Um, and strangely, it goes like karate, and then we see a fist, and then we see strike like a, and then the Cobra Kai uh, symbol and it says Cobra Kai and then it says karate and it shows another fist logo and strangely the fist logo is the same exact one they use for the All Valley tournament if you notice it's mm. it's the same one on the poster and on the mats uh, for some reason like like are we to assume that the graphic designer for the movie got a little lazy or <laughs> did John Kreese go I I'm, I'm good I'm gonna steal that logo and put it on my sign <laughs> <laughs> There's not a copyright on that. <laughs> That's what a fist looks like. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong. That's what a fist looks like. I just never noticed that before. That's the same same fist. Um, He's just a lazy graphic designer who's, who's yeah. uh, doing the same job for multiple people. Yeah, this is completely unique. I made it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will find out till the movie comes out anyway. So, uh, this is, uh, so, so when Miyagi and Daniel step out onto the street, uh, immediately a, uh, a huge garbage truck passes through the shot. And then a, a another ginormous uh, vehicle, Los Angeles Metro bus, which is advertising the country music station KZLA uh, on the side, and then the Los Angeles Times in the back. So, I felt like this is a whole bunch of free advertising because this is not a shutdown street. They just that's let traffic. I, that's what, that was my question: is like, is, is that all controlled traffic or is it real traffic? And when they're oh yeah. god. I was just going to say, there's a lot of traffic and they managed to act around it and get their lines out and stuff. Yeah, they're they're exchanging dialogue and Daniel's acting like upset, you know, but he's probably they all both are probably staring at the different all the different cars going by. Mm -hmm. It's just so funny. It's just like, okay, have them exit the building. Now we start the scene and then these two giant vehicles. go by. Yeah. Um, Also, uh. We think we've seen this location earlier, but this is actually a different location for the Cobra Kai dojo. There is a set, there is a second dojo. Um, we saw um, where the Orient Express was and that karate sign up by the building across the way, but that was a different building. Um, and that was in Cloverdale at uh, the address is uh, 5376 Wilshire Boulevard, if anybody wants to go. Uh, looking for that in LA. Um, I looked up the location uh, in Google and it is presently a wig store. <laughs> There's just tons of wigs in the windows. <laughs> Still sporting that same uh, fist graphic 
<laughs> with, a wig, <laughs> with a wig on top. <laughs> no, no. I'm, but this this right here is a different location. So that that one we saw from across from Urine Express, um, that was on Wilshire in Cloverdale. And now uh, the action has now shifted 10 miles north uh, to 5223 Lancashire Boulevard in North Hollywood. Um, this location is actually or was actually a real dojo that they filmed inside and now outside. So all the dojo stuff, the Cobra Kai dojo stuff, it really did happen inside that building, inside that dojo. That wasn't a set. Uh, I think we talked about that at the beginning of the of the movie. Like there's barely any built sets. The Daniel and Lucille's apartment is one. And uh, I mean, they built the maintenance shed, but... Um, but yeah, this was a, a, a real dojo. And actually, if you have Karate Kid in HD, watch as they go through the door and the door closes behind them. It says right on the door, main instructor, Ken Nagayama. <laughs> it does not say John Kreese. <laughs> like, who's Ken? <laughs> and of course, I did some research on uh, Ken Nagayama. He's a grandmaster. He's still teaching martial arts today. He teaches such disciplines as Moto Bu Ryu and Taekwondo. He's been teaching since 1977. And guess where he's from? <laughs> Okinawa. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, of course. <laughs> um, Robin, I'm impressed you've been learning your Japanese. Oh, oh did, I just, did I spit those out? Correctly. Well, I just mean the the Ryu part at least, because the the first time you pronounced that, you said Ryu. So right, I'll go back and edit that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the building itself has passed through a few different hands since 1984. Ken uh, Nagayama is now teaching in Burbank, and if you look up on YouTube, the YouTube channel Beyond the Backlot, actually these guys took Martin Cove to this building the original location while the building was empty and uh and, and actually play acted a couple of the scenes and he did, yeah I saw got, that yeah it's really good he did and, the thing where he throws him down and he yeah pulls the fist back on him and says the <laughs> iconic line yep uh and and those windows really did have um we see them especially on the inside of the dojo those graphics of karate students like grappling Mm. Uh, but yeah, that building does not have those windows anymore. Uh, but, uh, the setup is still the same. The office was still there and the same building, they use it again in Karate Kid three. So cool. Yeah. Uh, they also used this building in 1989 for say anything. Uh, Lloyd Dobler, yeah, Lloyd Dobler, uh, John he, he teaches uh karate or kickboxing. I think I'm not sure. Kickboxing. Ah, there we go. Do you wish they used the same location in Cobra Kai? Uh, of course. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, that's because I want everything to go back to Karate Kid. No, I don't want anything new. <laughs> uh, nowadays, the building is being used for the business House of Intuition, which is a metaphysical shop specializing in healing, meditation, crystals, tarot, past lives, astrology, etc., etc., etc. You. Yeah. We also see next to uh, the Cobra Kai Dojo, the, a business called McPherson's Jewelry, the Jewelers, uh, which, yeah, is right next to good old 
Ken Nagayama school and is just getting some free advertising themselves. <laughs> so it's like everybody's winning for the, with this shot, you know? They must have <laughs> been really happy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the, I think my last note on just this shot is the uh, the uh, the sign um, and just just the observation that this thing is scary looking. <laughs> it's like like 10 feet tall and just hovering over Lancashire Boulevard. And I'm sure like people driving by would have been like, what the heck is this? <laughs> uh, just cause it looks so freaky looking. Um, so as uh, Daniel and Miyagi walk through traffic, Daniel is pretty upset. Um, he says he can't believe it. And Miyagi, um, Daniel says, you make things better for me. I don't think I ever heard Miyagi saying, I'll make things better for you. <laughs> we'll go to the school. I'll make things all better. Mm -hmm. not, not at all. He was going to try to talk to the teacher, but, uh, and, uh, so Miyagi says he did make things better. He saved Daniel two months of beating. Yeah. You get to live for two more months, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I just, that, just that attitude of Miyagi's is always, kind of fatalistic like you're you're going to be beaten but if we just keep putting it off it's going to be okay you'll have more you'll have more light it's just like that whole thing where, where um like go to the school i can't go to the school kill me all he'll die anyway you know mm -hmm. he's very he's very um practical mm -hmm. uh, what you call it realistic yeah uh he's not going to sugarcoat things for daniel no but I love that it's almost it's also kind of like a joke because, you know, I, Miyagi doesn't probably didn't tread into this lightly. Like he's not, not going to be like, oh, whatever, I'll throw, put the kid through the motions. And, you know, I did my part <laughs> like he I think he honestly thinks that, you know, Daniel can win. So, yeah. uh, you know, he at least has a plan to get him to win. Um, So. Anything less for Lancashire Boulevard, guys? Nope. <laughs> uh, all right. So the scene now shifts to a different location. Um, won't get too much into this location yet. We'll save that for the next minute. But we see the truck drive into what looks like a rundown oil yard. And uh, Daniel says, how much farther is your house? And Miyagi says, other side tracks. And it's just funny because it's like, you know, like that expression, like, ah, he lives on the other side of the tracks. And they literally have the train wrong tracks. Side of the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wrong side. Yeah, the wrong side of the tracks. And uh, he literally does live on the other side of those tracks they're about to drive over. So is his side the, the good side of the tracks? <laughs> <laughs> Just the other side? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure which is which is better. I mean, I'd probably want to be on the side that doesn't have all those oil derricks and drums and well, even on the other side, it still seems they're all around. It's just, yeah, it's true. It's just not within his little compound there. Um, how did he get this property? <laughs> I don't know. He's just like house, dirt cheap on per perhaps polluted land. Do not yeah. drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> Buy bottled water. Um, but, uh, yeah, Daniel says, are you in the oil business too? And Miyagi says, not everything is as seem. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to get into Miyagi's house in the next minute, but everything you see here, 
everything that they pull in through is fake. The fake. drums, the oil derricks, the train tracks, the train carts, everything has just been moved in there. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a built set then. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's on location in the set. I don't know. The, the house is real. We'll, we'll be talking about the house, but mm. um, it's just I don't know. It's so funny. It's I, I I don't understand. Like, okay, so it is in the script. It says in in the script the pickup drives through an abandoned oil rig area. But I mean, why did? I mean, so somebody saw that and was like, okay, well, so we got to, we got to, I mean, we, we don't want to put, go to an oil rig area and find a house nearby. We're going to find the perfect house and then we're going to station oil rigs around. But why is it important to do that? (laughs) I don't understand. Does it, does it make it look like Miyagi lives, you know, poorly or uh, I don't know. I I just think it could have been easier to pull off or maybe Maybe they Maybe he's hiding out amongst all that junk. He's in witness <laughs> protection for something. I mean, but I he know. doesn't. He doesn't live poorly though. I mean, he's got the house. He's got all those cars. It's just mm-hmm. the the location of it is very odd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is it is secluded. That's probably what he wants. Like nobody's gonna hmm. nobody's gonna like come door to door and try to sell him something there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, part three, Terry Silver will walk in there, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I just, uh, I, I, I'm, I fail to understand why this had to be an abandoned oil rig area. I mean, it there is a bit of suburbia around that location. And, so was it to cover up the houses or what? I, I, I don't, I don't get it. So, mm. um, but yeah, we are now in Canoga Park, uh, and this is a 23-minute drive from the Cobra Kai Dojo. So uh, it does seem like, you know, he did drive for a little while, and I, I'm not sure. Did Miyagi just go, eh, turn right here, turn left here, <laughs> and not actually tell him, like, where the place is or how far, how long it's going to be? It just seemed like Daniel was getting very impatient here at the end. Uh, as is his character. <laughs> we don't we don't know how far away it is in canon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, matter of fact, uh, I think in the script, in the next minute, uh, it is dark out, and they pull into the place, and he th- throws throws a big light on in the yard, and that's when Daniel sees all the cars and whatever. But it, we'll we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just interesting because. Uh, uh, the Cobra Kai, uh, you know, Daniel was up early to go with Miyagi to Cobra Kai. And then this is supposed to be like, kind of like dusk. Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so that, you know, it's like, did this, does that mean he drove all day? This is another thing with the timeline. Like remember when Daniel left his mother's at the Orient Express, it's like you leave uh, in any vehicle on your way from that Cobra Kai area, you go through some sort of portal that shoves you further into the day than you were before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, lots of speculation, but uh, I mean, you guys got anything else for this minute? No. No. Uh, no. no. Nope. 
I was mainly mm-hmm. just wondering about that traffic. That's impressive that they got that scene done. I wonder how many takes it took. Mm. Yeah, I know. And it's like, I don't know, the, the garbage truck and the bus goes by and Abbott's, that's the, that's the one they pick, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> it was probably worse before <laughs> yeah. or the other takes, rather. Maybe all the cars were like stopped in traffic and it's just like, oh, just keep shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Pat Morita got hit and went over the roof of a car, but he was okay. <laughs> Uh, and again, this is not when they decide to get the stunt doubles out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that'd be funny if it was stunt doubles in this scene, and they're just like clearly you can see they're not them. <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing dialogue. It's their ADR. mouths are not moving at all, and it's just ADR, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, it is Wednesday, and as we usually do on Wednesday, we. Uh, talk a little bit about whether or not Daniel is the antagonist of the Karate Kid, a uh, a kind of subject that uh, kind of got born on the internet and born on How I Met Your Mother and, and such things. Uh, and now, of course, we now debate it weekly with our guests. Uh, Eric, I'm wondering if you have a take on this. I don't, as an objective viewer, no. Um, I mean, he's he's the new kid in town. He has no friends. The Cobra mm. Kai are the existing alphas of the high school. Um, I, just, I don't see how that is. Now, if you're looking at it from Johnny's point of view, for villains, they're the hero of their own story, of course. <laughs> right. So from Johnny's point of view, at the very least, Daniel's an interloper. Um, and, you know, <laughs> now suddenly he's with Allie. But, you know, at the same time, Johnny can't look in the mirror. I mean, the Cobra Kai started on the beach, basically. Johnny can't let it go. The girl's not interested in dating him, but, you know, he, he can't handle that. Uh, so, but, yeah, looking at just as someone watching the movie, I, you know, it's funny how this, a few years ago, this started with the whole, oh, you know, yeah, Daniel's the, the villain of the movie. But mm-hmm. um, I, I just, there's, there's just no way. I mean, he's just, just based on sheer numbers alone. You yeah, know, it's, it's it's 20 against one. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, a friend of mine, knowing that uh, I'm, I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, sent me a meme and I have it up on my phone and it's just Daniel and Johnny on the beach and Daniel saying, whoa, she just broke up with you after two years. I had no idea, man. My bad. And then thank, Johnny going, thanks, man. I'm glad we had this civilized conversation. <laughs> <laughs> We just have Allie just standing there between them looking kind of baffled, you know, in the scene. <laughs> and I was just like, I just re- retorted. I was like, oh, too bad. Allie doesn't have a say in all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we, you know, we're, it's this bro code, you know, we got to make sure to um, honor how the, the length of time. It, it, there's a whole like mathematical uh, calculation you have to make and how long a, a girl and a guy are broken up before you can just talk with her i guess <laughs> i am sorry brother i didn't realize you had already claimed this female yes right. uh, i should have seen your mark i, I <laughs> forgive me forgive me <laughs> so all right so you're coming down on definitely daniel not the antagonist yes definitely uh, okay cool i'll, I'll mark you down <laughs> Actually, Matt, at this point, I'm not marking anybody down because everybody seems to be agreeing. <laughs> 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 Listeners, let us know if this is getting boring. And in eight weeks, it might change because we're so far ahead of recording. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, we do, I don't think you've released it yet, but we do have one. We do have one that said uh, that Daniel was a bully, do we not? Or kind of implied that 
that he was? Oh, I forget. Yeah, probably. Our, our interview. Oh, yes. No, we haven't We haven't released that yet. No. No. We have to get to the beach before I can release that. So <laughs> as soon as we get to the beach, Matt, I promise. You've been teasing it to our listeners. It's sitting here. It's waiting. <laughs> okay, good. So. <laughs> it was a good interview. Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. And, uh, I guess, uh, now that we're on the other side of the tracks, let's, uh, park, park the Chevy, uh, until next time, a little less violent of a, you know, threatening ending of this episode of the podcast. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, and <laughs> thanks. Thanks again for uh, joining us, Eric. You want to come back on Friday for another karate kid minute? Definitely. All right. Uh, Matt, do you have anything to plug this week? Uh, I don't think I've done anything lately. Nope. All right. All right. Uh, well, for us, please send feedback to KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or join the Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute. And please rate, review, and subscribe wherever fine podcasts are served. Uh, in fact, Amazon is getting into the podcasting game, and I just listed us there. Uh, again, I when I say I just did, uh, listener, that was two months ago. So um, obviously Amazon Music has become the top podcast resource and we are, you are already subscribed. So welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, Amazon podcasts, but all right. Uh, until next time. I really like your car, Mrs. LaRusso. 